When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, goodness, a lively show going today. Still got a couple of hours to go. Stick around. It's the oh, goodness. And Julia's show. My goodness. Sandy from California just texted me or tweeted us, sexual remorse is not sexual abuse or harassment. That's oh well my said. gosh. Yeah, that's what we were just talking. If you haven't seen mm-hmm. it yet, you can go check out the Lori and Julia show page mm-hmm. at MyTech 1071. Ashley Banfield, who's um, a reporter on her show last night, basically did an open letter to a woman that accused yeah. Inez Ansari of sexual Aziz. I know Inez Ansari. Aziz. But Aziz. I know a person. Oh, you know, know a person oh, by oh, that name. I do. Got it. I got went it. to I high could... school with them. He used it. to own restaurants, and I grew up with them. So that's. That's, it's like the Kathy Griffin thing yeah, and you, Kathy Griffith. Griffith. My neighbor was Kathy Griffin. We talked about Kathy Griffith. No, you call oh. her. Your neighbor was Kathy Griffith. So you always call Kathy Griffin. Right. Kathy Griffith. Right. And, and I think. You and he's Ansari is someone I grew up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this guy's name is. Aziz Ansari. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just hard. That's tricky. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Um, oh, okay. Any, any, anyway, anyway moving on. Yeah. Oh, my word on This Is Us. I caught up last night because it's already started back. Last week was last first week, week back. And we know they're going to be coming here and being they're going to be on um, after the Super Bowl with Jimmy Fallon at yes. the State Theater um, or the Orpheum, wherever it's going to be. It's the Orpheum, yeah. It, the last week's show, I, I, how do you not cry? That is like the I best, cry every week that is at the that best show. show. They talk about things that are so poignant. And it, I think there's something in that family because with the triplets, you know, one girl, her addiction is food. Yeah. Um, the guys, one kid's addiction was kind of being ignored. And another you know, kid, I, I, I would love totally, this show. I want This Is Us to win the SAG Ensemble Same. for Best Drama. I'm I do not want The Handmaid's Tale. That one, I don't want a sexual dystopian. I don't want that to be the real. I want This Is Us because that feels more real and relatable to people's life. And that's the chord that it has struck because the writing and the acting is amazing. All the people. The Handmaid's Tale has won. All the television things. Emmy, Golden yeah. Globe, I mean, Donnie, we know you liked we know it you or love whatever. Her. I, I am not people. saying it's uh, worthy of getting all the awards. Have you ever watched though. This Is Us? 
No. No. I mean, that Casey, it's not my it's, kind of show. Casey even quit watching it. I, I got a show for you, though, if you're trying to make someone fall in love with you by Valentine's Day. Okay, you could bond this over was, with. Wait, one of the things you mm. talked about yesterday in Sex Monday is that you have to do some binge. There were three steps. Binge watching television. And do some to do, a family. Do some fun things. Yes. Make some fun dates. Okay, what's the new and show? And I caution against introducing a family. But <laughs> a, a show, a show, and maybe... Uh, I mean, you know, Netflix or Amazon, they kind of know based on what you've watched. Yes. And we really liked Mind Hunters. I've never seen that. That's about the yeah. serial killer. That was such a good show, Very Donnie. Good. Was that what yes. it was called? Yeah, Mind Hunters. Mind Hunters. Yeah. So, based on that, and also I think because we watched that show that took place on the polar ice cap up in, you know, Fortitude. Fortitude. Gosh. It recommended yeah. this show called The Frozen Death. And also because we uh, watched dead. Frozen dead. The Frozen Dead. And it was kind of Hannibal Lecter. Lace. But I mean, revenge, (laughs) sexual assault, what will people do to get revenge? But it was a really, Casey, we were on the edge of our seats and is it a one episode thing or is no. it a I think it was seven maybe, but it's French. It's so. in subtitles. I told Casey, I go, because he's like, you know, well, you know how he's left me hanging high and dry and glow. He left me hanging high and dry. He's left me hanging high and dry. If he doesn't like a show, it's out. And I can't. <laughs> That's be, not right. I know. But so we really, I said to him, I go, we're going to learn French. <laughs> it's this show. If it's so good, we won't even notice we're reading and we're going to learn French. Right. But. We were on pins and needles. It was. It Are was, they our episodes? Yes. Yeah, six episodes. Six. Boy, that's all. Six. But it was. That was a great. Now that would be like you've already been dating someone because that one might be a little intense. Okay. You know. Boy, there's. The, listen. Start with the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, that that's is, a good show to bond over. To binge, sure. to Twice, binge, and funny. have them fall in love with you by Valentine's Day. Yes, and I'll tell you why because it was written <laughs> by the Gilmore Girls creators, Amy Sherman Palladino and her husband, and it's snappy, witty, and guys, that was always the Casey Ka- like and Casey liked the Gilmore Girls. That was our show we watched with the girl, mm-hmm. her junior year and. Or junior in high school year that because that show was on like seven years right. every Tuesday night as a family the boy didn't like it yeah which was fine then he probably was you know in his room playing video games or whatever but that was our show but Casey liked it because right. they also I think Amy Sherman Palladino and her husband they know how to write both male and female perspective that's yeah. compelling interesting don't you think Danny I mean you watched it oh yeah I totally agree I mean. Yeah. It's that's a show to watch. I'm like on number six. Yeah. So you're almost done with that. It's so hard to watch all this stuff and be a busy girl. I know. You gotta pick and choose a lot. You gotta kind of pick. So, what are we gonna watch now that Frozen Dead is over? Oh, I have another French show for you. Okay. It is called La Mante, which means the mantis. Ooh. And here's, I'll give you a quick premise. Okay. Okay. There was a serial killer 20 something years ago. Okay. Okay. I know Julia's already checked out. I've already rolled my eyes. I'm already looking for this to talk about. Lori's gonna love this. Serial killer like 25 years ago. And it was a woman. Okay. Okay. Very unusual. Check to the present day. There's a copycat serial killer. The the original serial killer who confessed to her crimes and is serving a life sentence in prison offers to help the police catch the new copycat. Oh my gosh! The, What's his son? On Netflix. Netflix. Here's okay. the twist. Okay. Her son, and he doesn't know he's her son. Her son is one of the lead detectives oh, on the police force. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Mm. 
So Be- good. Because I Look like that show, The Look Dark. That. that would have been a good one the to dark? binge over. The Dark. Was the dark. that the German one? The German one, yeah. I forgot. Okay, Thanks. Casey left me hanging oh. high and dry Shame on, on that one because Shame he plotted. So he saw some plot holes oh, that stop. he didn't like. <laughs> and then he goes after three episodes. I go, what? I mean, I we didn't ever Stranger Things. He goes, I'm tired of Winona White. I didn't watch the second season at all. Because she bugged him so bad. He goes, I can't take her overacting. I'm out of there. So I I got to learn how to Lori turn on Netflix. She, Lori, this is all because she can't turn it on. <laughs> no, I, I, I can. can take a break. I can, but, you know, up in the girl cave, that's strictly for CW and Bravo in my little room. I don't have a Netflix capability in my little uh, girl cave. And I don't want it no, there. No. I got to okay. have a room yeah. that's for the CW right, and I'm Bravo. Gonna, I, the shallow room. And E and yeah. Lifetime. When we come back, wait to hear what Ryan Hawaii attempted to do leaving Iceland. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Joy in my talk. The radio home of, oh my God, he was so good in Fargo season two. My talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, so here is the deal. Um, I don't know what you just said, Lori, but I have to tell you about this gentleman named Ryan Hawaii. Ryan in Hawaii? His name is Ryan Hawaii. Oh, Ryan Hawaii. Yeah, Ryan Hawaii. First name Ryan, second name Hawaii. He was... um, Is he there? He was hanging out in Iceland for nine days. Um, He went to the airport to leave to go home when he realized his sister-in-law had purchased him a ticket without baggage. Instead of paying the $100 baggage fee that he he attempted instead to wear all of his clothes. Oh, I love it. Let me just tell you how much it included. (laughs) including 10 jackets, eight pair of pants on the plane home to London. Um, He couldn't afford the baggage fee because he was broke after being homeless in Iceland for an extra week. So he told the security, please just let me on. I just want to go home. But the security... It's only like an hour flight. Right. The security manhandled him, twisted his wrist, dug the knee to his back of his head and had him go back. And the next day he went back to the airport after selling his clothes (laughs) to purchase a new ticket. Um, They said you couldn't fly because you're disruptive, you're unreasonable, and you're a threat to the passengers on board. Jeez, what was it, Ryanair? He he says that he suffered emotional, an emotional experience, and he has anxiety since. Oh, jeez. Well, that's a little ridiculous. But 10 jackets, a million pairs of clothes, and all that other stuff. Today is appreciated Dragon Day. Uh that's oh. brought to us by Pete okay. and HBO. Did and anyone get Game that? Of Thrones. Yeah, Pete. Pete the Sneaky Dragon. Is that Pete the Magic Dragon. dragon? Oh, okay. I was calling the Sneaky the Dragon. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Puff the Magic. Who was Pete? <laughs> puff, puff, Wasn't pass, Pete pass. the kid in the movie? Pete's Dragon was the kid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, today is National Book Publisher Day. We love our books. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we, ha- having a good one on today. We were having a good week. one on today. She had to cancel because she was sick. Yeah. Mm. Anna Todd wrote this book called After, which was a very, it's already going to be a movie, very buzzed about a book that I think was a young adult novel. Like a love story, like it hit like Twilight hard, a love story. Okay. I think you'd love it, Julia. I know. Well, she was, she was on for her other book today. um, The... The Sugar Girls. No, it isn't. No, the the, the Spring, Girls. Spring Girls. Modern retelling yes. of Little Women. Yes. Okay. Other things that are happening right. in random randomness mm-hmm. is that um, 
I thought we were giving away Prince tickets. No, we're and... doing that when we come back. Oh, okay, fine. We're giving away Prince tickets in like three, four minutes. Okay? All right. You just have to wait. This is something about sneezing. You know, right now with the flu going around, we've just been hearing horror stories, IV bag shortages, things, crazy things going on around. I've been schneeing for a week. That's, that's sneezing and peeing in uh-huh. case people oh, want to yeah, know. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not liked that about getting older. That would be the one thing I can say. The <laughs> rise of the schnee. The schnee. And you always ask me, why do you cross your legs so hard? Well, it's a schnee. It's a schnee. I can feel it. If you got a full bladder and you sneeze, I don't know if it happens to guys. But it's it a schnee. It hasn't happened to me it's a, it's a, what would it be for a guy? Well, still a schnee. It's still be yeah, a schnee, but I don't know if guys really, you know, do, do men tinkle, tinkle they, when they, they sneeze or cough? Well, I have no they idea. snart. Oh, they you know. the sneezy fart. Oh boy! How do you know all yeah. this? Oh, she's because got boys. She watched their underwear on. for years. <laughs> Stop, it. Stop it! I just made that up anyway. Okay. okay, so you should never hold in your sneezes. You know, sometimes when you can't catch it in your elbow and it goes because we know sneezes travel forever. <laughs> but here's what happened to a guy who was trying to hold in his sneezes. His his body exploded. Oh God! This has got to be a Daily Mail science or no, health scare story. No, he was in the emergency room. He oh, ruptured really? the yeah. back of his throat because sneezes travel at 150 miles per hour, and when you try to, he plugged his nose and tried to hold his mouth in, and he and it just went. <laughs> so he was in the emergency oh, my room. Gosh. <laughs> He was in the emergency room and he had to have a week of treatment and was hospitalized, included eating through a feeding tube. Good Lord. Doctors say sneezes come out 150 miles an hour. Keeping that pressure can potentially cause problems. And it feels so good to get the sneeze out. I hate being on the verge. And you know the trick to sneeze. If you have a sneeze coming, you look at a light or you look at the sun. You look down and then you quick look up at a light or look at the sun and that will trigger the sneeze. Oh, I like that. It, it triggers the sneeze? It tri- it well, triggers. if you've got one right on the cusp oh, I see. and you need to sneeze and uh-huh. you're just like, oh, God, come on. It's itchy. It's in your nose. And Or you can turn off the lights and then turn the light on and look up at it. It will trigger the sneeze or look out at the if it's sunny. I like that. <laughs> that's an old random learned. wife's tale that's true 100%. That was a really good one. Now, Donnie posted this yesterday and we never got to it, but um, skirts for men. <laughs> it continues, you know. The kilt has been around for centuries. Centuries. And it's and it works and it looks good. Yes. And with that rugged knee and the knee high and I the love good it. boot and the good little you know gladiator sandal yes. of appropriate weather. Or boots, depending yeah. on where you are. The kilt works, but there people, fashion designers are trying to do Again, they do this every uh, yeah, five they're years. They're really basically trying to do an ice skater skirt, which I think that one's not gonna go over. The the straight pencil skirt, yep. um, good luck. Yeah. And then the just I'm I've just ran out of ideas, so I'm just gonna put my women's clothes on the guy. Skirt. So are you asking me, could skirts be the next men's fashion craze? Yeah, could no. they be the next? Um, they could be, but they're marts, not going to be. Marts, man jarts. No, <laughs> it's no. bad enough that guys are wearing. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Wearing onesies, okay? Okay. Ralph that, Lauren or onesies. I've never even heard of this before. Oh, no, you. but onesies have been around as a comfort thing like for snuggling in remember when the snuggle thing you know that oh, the is footy pajamas. the footy pajamas yeah. that's all I mean but that's, outside that's, of the house I, no skirts are not going to be the next men's fashion craze no, not no because no. No. <laughs> it, 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 only a kilt works for a skirt and on a good day what do you wear on it is a little that, bit of lipstick uh, on a good day lipstick is what a man told me at the Renaissance once. Yes, that's right. All right, so if you're trying to fall asleep faster and stay asleep throughout the night, I mean, there's all these studies on sleep. You must have sleep, people. Sleep is so critical. Last year, last week, it was the amber-colored glasses. Remember that yes, one? Yes, we had that one. We also, where, he reads every night in his Aristotle Onassis uh, well, the amber. amber yes. Really? Oh, I want to take a photo of him. He looks he, like a 70s porn star in he bed. He the amber <laughs> glasses? Oh, yeah. oh. He wears them over his, uh, his eyebob readers. <laughs> And he, and every he night is, I go, I go, I feel like I'm getting no one, in bed with, There you know. is no one that buys into trends more than my <laughs> brother, so your true. husband. Oh my I'm God. dead serious, Lori. Yeah. What no. has Joe Grogan told him to do lately? Exactly. He got Ever me. since the sardine the, and the kidney stones. The kidney stones. He's just backed off. He hasn't listened to a Joe Rogan podcast Joe since Rogan. that. Yeah, but. He, has he really backed off? Oh, He's, I don't know that he'll ever forgive Joe Rogan for not warning him about the purine content of sardines if you're prone oh, to kidney man. stones. He even made a, a urologist appointment. I said, Casey, you ate, um, you ate 30 days worth of sardines. You don't need a urologist to tell. I am telling you from the Mayo Clinic that was your problem. But he went and got it all tested. And he's like, yeah, you're right. It was the purines. The sardines. Oh my gosh. He'd be so mad if he heard the show. Right he now. never listens. He doesn't. They don't listen, those guys sometimes, our guys. Um, all right. So, another thing is that, um, God, I had a lot of stuff to do. This is something new that you're going to see at hotels. They're getting rid of the do not disturb policy. What? Um, this is in results as um, because of what happened in Las Vegas. And if someone has a do not disturb um, sign in their room for more than 24 hours, they are going in and checking. Yeah. So they're not going to have do not disturb yeah, well, anymore. That's all right, then. They're getting new. They're having new things yeah. and new policies put in place, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then um, other than that, um, we have got a new silver fox in the room giving us the traffic. John, how don't have to be cruel. So what's going on with Prince tickets? Here's what's happening is um, Celebration 2018 is a concert that is the highlight of Celebration 2018, a four-day event honoring the life and legacy of Prince Rogers Nelson. It's going to take place at Paisley Park between April 19th and 22nd. And part of the celebration is a concert, Prince Live on the Big Screen, um, tickets are going to be on sale starting this Saturday at 10 a.m. And this concert, 
Prince Live on the Big Screen is going to be held Saturday night at 8 p.m. at Target Center, and it's going to feature newly remastered and never-before-released audio and video of Prince accompanied live on the Target Center stage by a supergroup of musicians who performed alongside Prince. So there's going to be, like, live musicians there. There's going to be audio of him there. So they're adding another day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Um, and then the live experience will showcase him as sound. And so many of us have never seen, Lori, you got to go to Paisley Parks last year, but so mm-hmm. many of us have never seen all the footage because Prince archived all of his concerts. Um, so there's a ton of footage that we've never seen. And it was never released to the public because it was so protective mm-hmm. over his trademark and all of his and his privacy. So this is something really a big deal. Tickets aren't on sale till this Saturday. We are giving away a pair today, which is Tuesday through Friday. So we've got a pair every day. And today we're going to make it easy. Tomorrow we're probably not. Okay. But today, I think, seventh caller. Okay. 651-641-1071. It's a Saturday night in April, and you have to be a super-duper Prince fan. That's Mm -hmm. Because we might have to quiz you. Mm So be prepared for tough questions when All you get right. through. Like so that's it. happening. Um, well, do you want to? Well, I know Donnie's has to take the yeah, phone calls, but there, there was kind of there. I mean, the outpouring for people, uh, you know, about the cranberry singer Dolores mm-hmm. has just been uh, Dolores Rudin has just been in really incredible because uh, the. I don't know. I guess there might, there, maybe there was depression there. She had back problems because her guitar was so heavy. That might be in the story. Donnie's okay. going to get it well, for we're us. We're going to do this live on the air. Okay. Right? No, no. I was just going to play the gonna... Denise O'Riordan story from GMA. Oh, okay. I was so letting we, you know that. You haven't announced get... the winner yet, I have right? not. I haven't gotten the winner yet. Should we so... do it live on the air? No. No, no right. probably Come not on. a good idea. Right, so here's Denise O'Riordan from uh, GMA. Okay, You've thanks. got me wrapped around your finger. Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? That lyric, that song, and Dolores O'Riordan's voice were a prominent part of an entire era of music, 90s alternative rock. Mm. Well, she was still recording music to this day and was recording this week in London when she died in what police are calling an unexplained death. She was one of the preeminent voices of the 90s with hits like Dreams and Linger. Dolores O'Riordan, the lead singer of the Cranberries, was just 22 years old when that song gained international acclaim. This morning, police are looking into the 46-year-old's sudden death. The mother of three was found dead in her hotel room in London. She was in town for a recording session. She was reigniting her music career after having to cancel tour dates with the Cranberries last summer, telling the BBC in April she was dealing with back problems. One of the worst things is I had a disc problem in my back and I had stopped playing guitar and I was so depressed about that. My guitars are really heavy and I've been wearing them for so long, jumping around, so I just had to stop. O'Riordan was also heartsick, reportedly bipolar, and battled depression following the death of her father in 2013 and divorce a year later. But in recent weeks, seemed to focus on her music, writing on Facebook last month, feeling good. I did my first bit of gigging in months, performed a few songs at the Billboard annual staff party in New York, really enjoyed it. That performance, seen here on YouTube, may have been her last. One of the most unique things that Dolores brought to music was just that mix of pain and power and showing that you could be vulnerable and be powerful at the same time. 
And a lot of people this morning been talking to, even if they didn't know the name, as soon as you uh, play that song, right. everybody knows the songs. Now, she's a mother of three as well. Um, but the music this morning, uh, you look on uh, iTunes for the top 10 albums, yeah. all Cranberry songs. There's even one calculation that on Amazon, they're up a million percent in sales for Cranberry's wow, really? music this morning. But, uh, but they don't know exactly what happened to her. But and that always oh. happens when somebody dies. But, I mean, she really was young. But I was just struck at that because you forget, like, that... I, like how revolutionary the cranberries right. were that album and how rocking but emotional you know so it was that whole mm -hmm. i forget the station in the early 90s here that we listened to but that was a staple you probably and but it was really poignant she's like my guitar was really heavy that's interesting. You do forget about idea. that. Yeah, yeah, and Prince, you know, all that jumping, jumping around in the high heels. With the guitar. With, with the, the guitar the, yep. and jumping from, you know, 15 feet. Right. And I, then doing the splits. I did read today in a follow-up story yeah. that she did confirm, or they did confirm, she did battle a depression, okay. a mental illness, and she had a bipolar disorder. Okay, all right. So, oh, jeez. So. Mother and she was married to the... Um, to the tour manager of Duran Duran. Yeah, and, and yeah. they they broke up a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. and that that was really hard for her in another report that I saw. And then uh, I want to thank Haybert. He tweeted us. <laughs> hey, um, Bert. Hey, Bert. Hey, I think we have Bert. a winner, Lori. Let's get to okay. Oh, get... yes, this is Jennifer from Eden Prairie. Jennifer. Hello. Hi, I'm are so you excited, excited to go to the Prince live oh, on the big I screen? I can't wait. I love Prince. I can't wait. I'm really, really excited. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you, someone deserving one. Oh, thanks. And I thanks for listening. It. Thank right. you. I love you, girls, and I love you, Donnie. You guys are awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're giving away those tickets all week. Now, what were you okay, going to say, Okay, so Haybert on Twitter, he tweeted us. He wanted to let us know that Caitlin Smith from Cannon Falls, Minnesota, is going to be on Jimmy Fallon tonight as the musical guest. Because the late night shows are back and forth. Yes, they are. And they're... Chris Hemsworth is the other is the guest. He's beautiful, and she's the musical talent. Oh, Caitlin Smith. Yeah, Wait. she's a country singer. She's a country singer from Cannon Falls. So, uh, set your DVRs if you're not going to be up at uh, from ten thirty to eleven thirty to watch uh, Fallon. But um, uh, I'm excited to see her, and I just oh, said no how kidding. exciting for her. First of all, because. It the guest is everything. Like Penelope Cruz was on Ellen today, yeah, and I guess she tells Ellen that Donatella sent her a huge bouquet when she got the part and said, "You're going to be perfect to play me. I'm so glad you're playing me." She said, "I don't know why the family is mad about this show now. The assassination it, it, I, of Johnny remember, Versace, yeah, because they don't like that some of his salacious behavior is like his but, life is being portrayed. That, but that's, that's what it was story. for part of the story of being a gay man who came of ages sixty, seventies, and eighties. Yeah, I know. I think people want to edit people's past. I guess you want to edit. Just remember yeah, the good stuff. Let's not. History. Yeah, because now it would seem so. So irresponsible, but that it was such a different time back then, you know. Yeah. And having, I mean, gay men had to be like everything was so under the and hidden under, and all of that. Even if you knew people that were gay, I mean, even like Sarah Janicek, when we were talking about, you know, that she lost her life 57 of an infection, died in Brazil. But one of the most popular things that she ever wrote 
was uh, when the marriage amendment, when we were voting, can gay people get married? She came out and she said, my uncle was a gentleman bachelor farmer, and it was because he was gay. Yeah. And it was a very powerful because she was a Republican, right. but we're not, the, we are not these people that are going to discriminate. And that was like a really powerful, impactful column that she wrote from mm-hmm. a personal place about her uncle, right. the bachelor farmer. I love that. I know. You know, another thing, I'm back to um, the cranberry gal that passed away. Dolores. Dolores. Denise. Denise, sorry. Her God. sister. Denise O'Riordan, sorry. And she said... Um, They just, you know, in her obituary, they say she was a grieving, engaged citizen who insisted that it isn't that um, what is real isn't ideology or slogans, but what we know and feel. Love is what's important, not politics. Mm. Love can be both hard and soft. Wow. So that's how Mm. she sang it. And and she did. I mean, she rocked it. But it I was want to download some of the cranberries. Linger dreams. Yeah, I'll find it. You'll They'll find tell me. It. I'll it'll find it all on there. It'll and, all be on there. And right. it'll all come back to you, Julia. You'll, I know. You'd be I, like, okay, I wasn't I that this. big of a loser in the nineties. Uh, I didn't say you were. No, I'm thinking. I always think I musically kind of was because I was busy. No. But listen. You can't be that busy. I was You heard it all. It's in you there. In I, there somewhere. It's in there. It's yeah. in the noggin. When yeah. we come back, it is time to Hollywood speak and. um Oh, good Lord. Well, we're um, going to Hollywood speak this George Clooney TV show that you teased us with an hour okay. ago. Okay, we'll be right back. The radio home of 15 years of Lori and Julia. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right. All right, where do we want to start? <laughs> let's, let's start with people think Kylie Jenner was Kim Kardashian West surrogate because... Uh, that is all over the internet. Oh, yeah, the, the, because Kylie was in the hospital having her baby, and boom, a few a few days, two days later, it's reported that that w- was false, and then Kim and Kanye welcome their new baby, and so the Twitter is a flutter. I don't think it's true. Okay. okay. It would seem weird... I could see Courtney doing it. She's had kids before. Yes. Seems odd for, for Kylie to do, but I feel for that girl. She's the one that she's really the last, seems she the really last, seems uh, like she struggles the most. Yeah, she needs she didn't have parents. On camera. And yeah. she hasn't ever had parents. No. And she was on camera no. starting when she was 8. And so remember, in that she, way she was in her own house when she was 15 making her own dowry Yeah, I know. I feel and for dating that. a 24-year-old with a two-year-old. Oh, oh. the Tiger guy. I hated Tiger. that. Yeah. I sold. I have no respect for her parents. I know it. Okay, here's just a little, it's not really a Hollywood speak, but uh, Donnie, if we're just talking about Dolores or Rudin's biggest hit with the Cranberries, mm-hmm. Zombie. Yeah. If you could cue it up, Donnie, just so we can. Okay, it. here we go. probably think I always thought this was Alanis Morissette. Yep. Yep. Very I totally did. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, oh my gosh, that's so weird. Totally. You thought it was Alanis yes. Morissette. In, in Rolling Stone magazine described Dolores' voice, she was part Audrey Hepburn and part David Bowie. Okay. Because she was petite, but she had this thick brogue, but she... Her... She passed away. Yeah, she passed away. But um, the story behind the hit is that in 1993, she was on tour in England and watching TV 
when a news report on an IRA bombing appeared on screen. And that bombing, the second to rock the English town of Warrington in the early Mm -hmm. 90s, uh, was a flashpoint in Northern Ireland because two young boys died from those those explosions, a three-year-old and a 12-year-old. And so she was inspired to write that song about that. But zombie. Zombie. Yeah. Okay. And she wrote it on an acoustic guitar in her apartment in Limerick, uh, Ireland. And it just became a rock anthem fans that people knew because of the searing guitars. And it did get mixed up with people thought it was totally. other people. But it was, it, that's what the song is yeah. about, zombie. Okay. So well, there that's go. good to know. Okay. okay. You got one for me? I do, Lori. Okay, so um, Dakota Johnson reveals what she learned about herself from starring in Fifty Shades. I can't wait. Okay, she says... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, fundamentally, fundamentally, I'm open and warm. I'm open to doing nude scenes, no problem. I'll show, you know, she is mm-hmm. no problem. Yep. That's At my core, I'm a bleeding heart. But when your life is exposed and when a movie that exposes your life is exposing your emotions in your body, it can be scary. It's, yeah, three, three very uh, provocative movies with a lot of nudity that's mostly done by her will follow her. And she probably talked to her mom and her grandmother and her dad because she comes from an Mm -hmm. acting I kind of like what she said, Lori. Yeah. Listen to this. I've learned that I can expose my heart and my emotions or my boobs and my heart mm-hmm. and still protect myself. Yeah. I can be vulnerable and strong. I like that. That cover is tragic. Yeah, I know. This Allure magazine, they tried to, what did, they were jealous that she's dating Chris Martin? I don't know. The, the, it's really bad. The, the photographer, and I, mm-hmm. I don't like that photo. So it's not really flattering. Not it flattering really, at no. all. And, and she... She kind of just, I think she's always been a little delightful because she, the first Fifty Shades was all her. It's, yeah, she's the movie. She is the movie. Because Christian should have been played by, what's his name, who is being a sticky wicket. Yep. Charlie Hunnam, and he would have made his career completely different. It really would have, but it would have taken a whole different course. All right, uh, this one. Course, okay? January Jones is dating Bachelor Nick Vile? What? What? This is so painful. Oh, she's got terrible. She does have terrible taste, taste in, in men. men. Okay, here's the deal. Um, she's from Mad Men, people. She, she's from South Dakota. I, we yes. know all this, but she was on the Late Show with James Corden, and she admitted she's a Bachelor super fan. Yeah, she's done that on Watch What Happens Live. A lot of people are Bachelor super yeah, fans. Or, it's just or Real Housewives, Housewives super or fans or whatever. Kardashians, so whatever. She went so on the Late Show in mid-November and said Nick had reached out to her and tried to get her to do a lip sync battle with him. She declined, but then he asked her out for a drink, and she accepted. Wow. They've been dating since then. Wow. Jones celebrated her well, 40th birthday with Nick Vale. Here's what I'm going to say about Nick Vile, and that's a perfect last name for him because that's yes. how you pronounce that. it. Yeah. He's a Vile. But 
She's completely in the driver's seat with this. Yes, she she knows she's not going to fall in love with him. No, it's she's just got a good, kid. And she's in the driver's seat, and she it's perfect for her timing. So that's why he's perfect for her. Well, here's what she even says. Because mm-hmm. um, Jones joked to James Corden of, of Nick, you don't know if you like him or if he's a scumbag, but that's why I'm attracted to and him. And she just sees him on her, her terms, yeah, probably. He's yeah. just a sex toy. Okay, uh, Lin- Lindsay Lohan, right. you know, she did her, her, her rebranding at a club on Sunday afternoon at uh, a party super trade in the meat uh, market mm-hmm. or the meatpacking district. And she is appeared on... Wendy Williams. Yes, she did. And um, she was showed up on time and she was sober and she is revealed that she's in talks to design her own island in Dubai as soon as she finds somebody Mm -hmm. to fund it and the makeup line. Lori, we laughed so hard about this because it was our very first thing. We sent her to Go Away Island that we made up specifically for her. So now it's ironic that it's it's come full circle. Full circle. That she's designing an island. But Mm -hmm. she's what she's trying to do is rebrand herself through all of these endeavors. Well, and she wants to act again. I know. Well, she wants to. She's trying to do a campaign so she can play Batgirl in, in you know, the Marvel movies. She wants to be Batgirl. Batgirl? Well, that's mm-hmm. DC. Yeah, well, um, whatever. But what? she's too young. Uh, or she's too old to be Batgirl. I don't know, Lori. Bad she woman. is. She? <laughs> yeah. Was there a bad girl? Uh, there was no. There no. was Catwoman. Catwoman. I don't know. But so she was just, there a bad girl in the comics. I think there was. Yeah. She's too old to be bad girl. Oh God, I love you. That definitive. She's just too old. No, she is. If there is a bad girl, she's like going to be like eighteen, nineteen. Right. Lindsay Lohan is thirty, You're and right. she looks older You're because right. of her. Just the life she's lived. It's just an older face she has. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just them there are the facts of life, people. Yeah, they are. Okay, George Clooney is catch 22. Now, I don't know about you guys. I know this Joseph Heller novel. I had to read it in college. I absolutely hated it. I'm so glad I did. Casey, I know, loves the catch 22, the movie. I, I like them. The Mike Nichols directed yeah, Alan yeah. Arkin. It's considered a classic, okay? A classic movie. But it's a very guy. Oh, it's so guy. It's, it's going it's gonna be on Hulu. Well, mm-hmm. it's a he's doing a um a limited series, he's, Catch Twenty Two. And he's starring He's starring in and directing it and EVPing it. The novel is set in Italy during World War II and tells the story of Yusarin, a US Air Force bombardier trying to fulfill his service requirements so he can go home. It's like a it's, it's an anti war movie, is what yeah, it was. And, at the and time. Catch twenty two yeah. is that came from the Joseph Heller. No, yeah. you're damned if you do damned, damned if you don't. You're in a catch twenty two situation. I think it's also where some He's, other acronyms came up that are military things that I remember uh, hearing. Fubar. Yeah, Fubar <laughs> is from Catch-22. Not to be... Con- Can't say what it is. Not to be... Leaped up. Yeah. Beyond all, all recognition. Yeah. Okay. And that's a military thing that they would just write on stuff. Not to be confused with FAPU or whatever or that was called. STFU or STFU. But I don't think that's a military. I think that's a now. This is a guy. This yeah, is a guy snafu. show for guys. Yeah, it is. Yep. I don't know. I'm not excited about it. The but only thing to be excited about, because Lori and I, I'm still so bitter. Refused. I had to read this book. Right, I did fine. not like I'm reading that, that book. Up. Mm-hmm. I'm still bitter. I have to buy another cable thing, even though it's six or seven dollars. But Hulu did get 
all like 15 years of ER. So yep. you can oh, go back and see the so young George Clooney. Clooney. Ah. Oh, hottie, hottie, matadi. Well, you well, should watch Twitter and read about friends. People who are just experiencing friends. They are in absolute shock that nobody had phones. That's oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, and when we come back, Lily and uh, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda.